0: This is Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, certified life coach, Columbia MBA, and former Fortune 500 strategy consultant and Wall Street investment banker, Amelia Noel. After spending over a decade caught in the grind of finance and consulting, I'm here to help you break free from the mental grind of your career and develop the mindset you need to feel better at work and figure out what you want so you can create a life you fucking love. You ready? Let's go. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Free from the Grind. Today, we're going to talk about how to stop overthinking at work. Overthinking is something I think we can all relate to, at least on some level, at work and in our careers. I know I can very much relate to this myself. When I was earlier in my career working in finance and consulting, I overthought a lot, particularly when a vague and ambiguous ask to pull together a few slides would come through from my partner, from the clients, from an MD. My brain would immediately start spinning and coming up with a million questions about the right way to do this. What's the best way to cut the data? What does my partner or MD really want to see How many slides is too many slides? How much information is enough information? What do they really want to see here? All those questions. Classic overthinking that I know so much of us can relate to. And because my brain was in overdrive and I was just letting it spin in all of these questions and overthinking the I was creating more uncertainty and confusion for myself. I was the reason why I was feeling worse, why I was feeling confused, while I was feeling uncertain or hesitant, not the ambiguous ask itself. I was the one that was mentally, emotionally, and physically wearing myself out by overthinking and by letting my brain spiral in these questions and these what ifs, and not learning how to manage my brain and not managing my brain in those moments. And what happens when we overthink, I'm sure this sounds very familiar, is we burn a lot of unnecessary time thinking about how to do something versus jumping right in and simply starting somewhere. So when we're overthinking, we are being less efficient than we would otherwise. And oftentimes, when we're overthinking, we are reacting in a state of panic. And so we're not taking a moment to pause, to think about the request, to think about the best way to approach the request or to approach the question that we're being asked. And instead, we just jump right in and we overcomplicate things. We overcomplicate the deliverable. We overcomplicate what's being asked. We put together way too many slides. We send back an email that's way too long. It's five paragraphs long. It's like a novel. Nobody wants to read that, right? What's interesting when we're overthinking, and if you identify as an overthinker, this should probably feel really familiar Familiar is that either our overthinking, meaning all of the questions that our brain is spitting at us, is putting us in complete paralysis and therefore we're not getting any work done or moving forward in any way. And then at the end, right before the deadline, doing a complete rush job and it feels like a fire drill and we're pressed to get something out. Or... We're jumping right in without thinking, without asking ourselves, what do we really need to deliver here? What's one way I could deliver a deliverable here? And so we just jump in with the kitchen sink approach. And you cut the data a million ways, you present the client with 20 different options, 100 different recommendations, whatever it is, you're burning yourself out and you're burning your energy, you're draining your energy. Either way, whether your overthinking puts you in a complete state of paralysis with this mad dash at the end, or it's putting you in a state of or doing the whole kitchen sink approach. Either way, overthinking is driving overworking, which overworking is working more than you need to to produce the exact same or even better results than you are right now. And when we're overworking then, because we're overthinking, we actually feel worse. We are making ourselves feel worse in our job, in our careers we are creating confusion for ourselves we are creating uncertainty for ourselves we are creating hesitation and doubt for ourselves so the reason why it's so important to learn how to manage overthinking overthinking is not a problem it's about learning how to manage overthinking we can then feel better at work we can feel more clear we can feel more calm, we can feel more confident when a vague and ambiguous ask comes through, when the MD asks us to throw together a few slides, when we get staffed on a brand new project and we don't know the team and we don't know the clients and we don't really know the subject matter and we're going to tell ourselves we can figure it out versus sitting and spinning in questions and what ifs. When we know how to stop overthinking, we can then feel better at work And when we feel better, when we feel calm, when we feel clear headed, when we feel confident, we stop overworking. And you have to break out of the cycle of overthinking in order to stop overworking and in order to feel better at work. You have to make small changes in how you're thinking about how you're approaching asks or approaching decisions that you're about to make every day at work or in your career. Overthinking is one of the most common mindsets that I coach on with my one-on-one private clients who are working in finance or consulting. If you're an overthinker, I know for certain that you are working more than you need to to produce not just the same level of results, but you're actually preventing yourself from producing better results, better deliverables sooner, You're preventing yourself from making more decisions. You're preventing yourself from a faster career progression. You're preventing yourself from taking what could be a very good career or a very good performance at work to something great and to something that feels great too. Because when we stop overthinking, what we're able to do then is we're able to stop overworking, work just enough to create the results that we want, and we free up time for ourselves. We actually create more time for ourselves by learning how to manage our overthink. And when we have more time for ourselves, when we've created more time for ourselves, we're able to enjoy more of our lives outside of work. And when we're able to produce things that are better, produce deliverables that are better sooner, we're able to accelerate the results and accelerate the accomplishments that we're seeking in our career whether it's the new promotion, a new job, we create all of those things for ourselves when we learn how to stop overworking, which is essentially learning how to stop overthinking. It's so important to know the type of mindset you have that's driving overworking and that's creating the negative emotions you feel most often at work. Because once you know what your primary mindset is at work, you can start to become aware of the thoughts that your brain is naturally going to think in any new or uncomfortable or unfamiliar situation that you encounter at work. And you can start to recognize patterns in how your brain naturally thinks. Once you do that, once you recognize, oh, I tend to have a brain that thinks of a lot of questions when I'm faced with a vague and ambiguous ask from my partner or MD, oh, interesting, I tend to think in what ifs when the client sends through a new request that I don't feel fully capable or fully confident in addressing, then you can consciously and deliberately start to break those thought patterns. You can start to break free from the mindset that is causing you to overthink, that's causing you to overwork, and that's causing you to feel uncertain, confused, hesitant, afraid at work. And it's so simple to break out of a mindset. All it takes is consistent practice. Now, this is really fun. I've developed a quiz to help you discover which of the five mindsets I see most often in the clients I coach one-on-one. And you can discover which of these five mindsets is keeping you trapped in the grind of your career at work. And which of the five mindsets is the primary mindset that's driving the confusion, the frustration, the lack of fulfillment, every day in your career in finance or consulting. This quiz is super fun, it takes three minutes, it's free, the questions will feel very relatable. And at the end, not only will you discover which primary mindset is getting in the way of your ability to stop overworking and to feel better at work, but you'll get a complete playbook on exactly what to do to start breaking out of the mindset, your primary mindset that's keeping you trapped in the grind so that you can work less, so that you can achieve more, and so that you can start feeling better at work today. Now, I've linked this quiz in the show notes of this episode. It's also linked on my Instagram, at Amelia Noel Coaching. The sooner you take this quiz, the sooner you're going to learn a lot about what your primary mindset is, how exactly your primary mindset is keeping you trapped in the grind of your career. And the sooner then you're going to start working less, achieving more, and feeling better at work, which in the case of anyone whose primary mindset is an overthinker, it means you're going to start making decisions, making better decisions at work, and making more decisions at work that move your career forward faster, that get you exactly what you want, and that unparalyze you and break you out of analysis paralysis when you receive a vague or ambiguous ask that comes through when you're encountering a new and unfamiliar situation at work, which means that you are able to create more certainty and more confidence every day on the job at work. Think about the impact of having those skills, of feeling certain and confident and clear in everything that you're doing at work day to day over the entirety of Of your career. It's insane. So go take the quiz. It's free. It's three minutes. It's fun. And it will help you stop overthinking, overworking, and start feeling better at work today. Now, when we're thinking, and what I see a lot in the clients I coach is, when we're overthinking, or if we're identifying as being an overthinker, what we think the problem is actually isn't the real problem. We think, when we identify as an overthinker, that we can't make decisions on the job, in the broader scope of our career, or we think that the problem is that we're bad or slow at making decisions, or we think that the problem is that we're feeling confused about the right decision to make or we're feeling confused about the best way to approach a request that has come through from our team. We're uncertain about the best way to manage a new client relationship or the best way to respond to a client email. Is it okay if I put a joke in there? Is that gonna be a professional? Will this sound like I'm really in charge here and I know what I'm doing, right? All of those questions that as an overthinker, as someone who identifies as an overthinker, we like to spin in day to day in our job. None of those things The fact that we think we can't make decisions or that we're bad at making decisions or we're uncertain about the best way to manage a client relationship, none of those things are the real problem. They're not the root cause of overthinking. The real problem is twofold. So the first problem is that we are telling ourselves that we are bad at making decisions. And because we're telling ourselves that this is just who we are and we're always going to be bad at making decisions, we perpetuate the cycle of not making them. It literally becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. I coach and I teach my clients all the time that our thoughts create our results in our career and day-to-day at work. So if you're telling yourself, if you're believing that you are bad at making decisions, then you are creating that self-fulfilling prophecy for yourself. You are avoiding making decisions, which you could define as being bad at making decisions. Or you are making much fewer decisions than you would be if you were thinking, I'm okay at making decisions. Not even I'm fantastic, just I'm okay. Or I'm learning how to get good at making decisions. To use a completely unrelated analogy that I like to use here is think about cooking. I personally believe that I'm a horrible cook. I hate it. It stresses me out. And so what do I do? I avoid cooking at all costs. I order seamless. I eat out with friends. I buy steamable veggies that I can just pop in the microwave. Your thoughts about yourself create the results that you have in your career. So me telling myself I'm a horrible cook creates the result that I therefore continue to avoid cooking and I stay a horrible cook or I stay the exact type of cook that I am in this moment. I'm not getting any better. So as long as I'm continuing to choose to believe that I'm a horrible cook, I will keep avoiding cooking and I won't learn how to get any better. I will get zero practice in with cooking. The same thing is true when you're choosing to believe about yourself that you're bad at making decisions. As long as you stay stuck in this mindset of believing, I'm just an overthinker, I'm just bad at making decisions, I've never been good at making decisions, you will become exactly who you think you are. It's not a problem that your brain thinks in question. It's not a problem that right now you're thinking you're bad at making decisions or that you're slow making decisions. To pull a great quote from a guest I had on the podcast a few weeks ago, Leslie Randolph, she said, it's not a problem, it's just a pattern. This is how your brain has been conditioned to think for the last 20, 30, 40 some years of your life, not just your career. And so when I work with my one-on-one clients in my Breaking Free from the Grind program, we focus on changing how you see yourself and changing how you see your ability to make decisions. It's not hard to change how you see yourself. It doesn't take a lot of time to change how you see yourself. All it takes is consistent practice. Now, I mentioned that the problem, the real problem of overthinking is twofold. The first is that we're telling ourselves that we're bad at making decisions. And therefore, as long as we keep believing this, we're going to continue to avoid making them. The second part of this problem is that we don't have a simple process for making decisions. So again, this is exactly what you learn in my one-on-one Breaking Free from the Grind coaching program. This is exactly what I teach my clients, a simple, easy, infallible, universal process for making decisions on the job, in your broader career, and in your life so that you make better decisions faster without fail. The people that are good at making decisions at work, the people that you perceive to be very decisive in their career are confident and certain in every decision they make, they weren't born with some special decision-making gene. They just have a simple process for making decisions. So again, the people that are good at making decisions at work, the people that seem very decisive and seem very confident in the decisions they're making, all they have is a simple process for making decisions. When you have a simple process for making decisions, then you're able to completely plug and play how you think about making decisions. And you have this process to train your brain how to stop overthinking and actually make a decision step by step. So, you stop overthinking, you stop overcomplicating requests day to day on the job where a client asks, you stop spinning in what ifs or worst case scenarios. That's another classic overthinking move, right? Our brain loves to catastrophize and think of what if the worst case scenario. And you stop, you overcome your analysis paralysis. And because you now have a simple process to help you make decisions, And to think through how you approach making decisions, you make more of them and they are better, they are more consistent. And when you are able to make more decisions and they're better and they're more consistent, you're able to stop overworking because you're not spinning, you're not overcomplicating, you're not burning time and you feel better at work. The simple process that I teach my one-on-one clients in my Breaking Free from the Grind coaching program works every time. My clients love it. They use it. And as soon as they start using it, they start making decisions they love and they become excellent at making decisions on the job. They become excellent tackling ambiguous asks from their partners or their MDs or their directors. They become great at not burning hours. They stop spinning in how to do something. They feel more confident in how they're managing client relationships at work. And they're making career moves that they previously have spent literally hundreds of wasted hours thinking about, is this the right thing for me to do? And instead they feel complete confidence and certainty in how they are living their lives and managing their careers. You can stop overthinking too in my one-on-one Breaking Free from the Grind program. It's simple, it's easy, and it's the consistent practice you need to learn how to trust yourself to make decisions, to make them, to believe you're good at making them, and to feel completely confident and certain in the decisions that you're making. Again, the fact that you are overthinking day-to-day at work is not the problem. The fact that you are not making decisions right now in your career is not the problem. The real problem is that you're choosing to believe you're bad at making decisions, which we work to shift, or you don't have a simple process for making decisions, which I teach you in my program. The longer you wait to enroll, The longer you think about enrolling, the more you are actually perpetuating your biggest problem, which is overthinking and not making decisions that will accelerate your career. The longer you are pushing out, feeling better at work, the longer you are continuing to work more day to day at work, the less time you have for yourself and to create a life outside of work and the longer you're pushing out your ability to show up as a skilled and capable leader, managing client relationships, handling ambiguous asks. The time to stop overthinking is now, the first step is booking a consult. Again, I'll put the link to book a consult to enroll in my Breaking Free from the Grind one-on-one program in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio at Amelia Noel Coaching. And what we'll do if you book a consult is, we'll talk about what's going on for you right now. I'll talk you through the exact process we'll use to help you stop overthinking so you can stop overworking and start feeling more certain and more confident at work. And we'll help you start making more decisions and start making better decisions. And the sooner that you make the decision to enroll and stop overthinking, the sooner you can get started right away, and the sooner you will create the results that you want for yourself and break free from the cycle and the pattern of overthinking. Also, if you go to the show notes, or if you go to my Instagram bio and you take that three-minute quiz to discover which of the five primary mindsets are keeping you trapped in the grind of your career, and you book a consult through the link at the very end of that quiz, we can discuss your complete results in depth and talk about how exactly I coach you on overcoming these mindsets so you can stop overworking and start feeling better at work today. And there are five of them. There's the overthinker, there's the imposter, the overachiever, the perfectionist, and the people pleaser. So it's super fun. Find out which is your primary mindset. Find out which is your primary mindset that's keeping you trapped in the grind of your career. And we'll talk about exactly how you can break free starting today. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you're an overthinker, you're not alone. But again, all you need to do to start breaking out of this mindset is to start believing you are good at making decisions and look for evidence that supports that Be willing to change how you see yourself. Stop saying you're bad at making decisions. And instead, start thinking about yourself differently. You are learning how to make decisions. You are getting better at making decisions. There are some decisions that you are good at making. Again, the problem is not that you're overthinking at work or that your brain is spinning into lots of questions when you're encountering situations that are new or unfamiliar or scary, All it is is that you don't have a simple, easy process for making decisions, which is exactly what I teach you in my one-on-one Breaking Free from the Grind program. So thank you guys so much for listening this week. It's so fun, it's so empowering, it's so easy to break out of the cycle of overthinking with simple, consistent practice that I know everyone listening to this podcast can do and that is truly all you need. So again, thank you all for listening and I can't wait to catch you guys next week.